Welcome to the H1B Guy podcast, and thank you for downloading or streaming the H1B Guy podcast. This is an audio-only version of the H1B Guy news for the week ending June 25th, 2021, originally posted on YouTube. The H1B Guy podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001, and by Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. The H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending June 25th, 2021. Today I'll cover U.S. Chamber of Commerce releases America Works, H-1B Lottery resubmission for fiscal year 2021 allowed, and H-2B Visa Employer Data Hub announced. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you if you haven't already to please subscribe to the H-1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H-1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues and the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. Today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job postings since 2001. And also by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. Well, I wanted to jump right into it this week and get right to it. So now, the news. Earlier this week, I tweeted out, Did the Department of State forget about Chasta Charlie, Episode 4, July 2021 Visa Bulletin? Almost instantly, I was notified that it had been rescheduled for Monday, June the 28th at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, per a tweet that the Department of State had put out on uh, June 17th. Uh, while the Visa Bulletin still actually shows the Chats with Charlie session was supposed to take place on June 18th at 1 p.m. I, however, am still really interested to see what Charlie has to say about the aggressive movement we saw in July's Bulletin and what we can expect going into August and September. In other news, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce recently launched their America Works campaign, the interesting thing about the America Works campaign is that they request increases to the annual allocation uh, for both H-1B visas and H-2B visas. This seems to be a rapidly growing sentiment amongst associations like the Chamber of Commerce as well as amongst scholars. More is better. While I agree that there is a shortage of human capital which continues to grow, we also need to fix the current system which mires certain individuals and decade-long waits for employment-based permanent residency. I wanted to thank the contributors from Improve the Dream who took time to join me last night during the Documented Dreamer Series Live, Episode 5, uh, Improve the Dream Goes to Washington, D.C. 
If you missed it last night, uh, Deep broke some very big news, including Representative Deborah Ross uh, penning a letter that includes 40-plus other representative signatures asking DHS for documented DREAMers to be included in the policy update for DACA, which is set to be released sometime in August of 2021. Deep also mentioned that Representative Ross is co-sponsoring bipartisan legislation with Representative Miller Meeks as a standalone bill aimed at preventing documented dreamers from aging out and providing future protections. Uh, the language and text for this is expected to be released sometime next week. If you haven't, please check out that stream and hear from the contributors to ImproveTheDream.org about their trip to Washington, D.C., where they met a range of immigration advocates, legislators, and their staffers. June 23, 2021, in an article, uh, a news release posted on USCIS.gov that was titled USCIS will allow reimbursement, resubmission, excuse me, USCIS will allow resubmission of certain fiscal year 2021 H-1B visa petitions rejected or closed due to start date. Quote, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services announced today it will accept resubmitted fiscal year 2021 H-1B cap subject petitions that were rejected or administratively closed solely because the requested start date was after October 1st, 2020. If your fiscal year 2021 petition was rejected or administratively closed solely because your petition was based on a registration submitted during the initial registration period, but you requested a start date after October 1st, 2020, you may resubmit that previously filed petition with all of the applicable fees at, uh, and such petitions must be resubmitted by October 1st, 2021. If properly submitted or resubmitted, we will consider the petition to have been filed on the original receipt date. The filing period for registration selected in August ended on November 16, 2020. Some petitioners indicated a start date after October 1, 2020. Uh, USCIS rejected or administratively closed those petitions because they were based on registration submitted during the initial period, but indicated a start date after October 1, 2020. Upon reconsideration, USCIS no longer believes that the regulations required uh, them to reject or administratively close those petitions. Here's another uh, common sense policy update from USCIS under President Biden's administration. As has been a frequent discussion point here on this channel over the last few months, the electronic filing process for the H-1B lottery has created some growing pains for petitioners, beneficiaries, and USCIS. The catch here is that this only applies to individuals who were selected in the second H-1B lottery for fiscal year 2021, whose application was rejected due to invalid date requests. I'm going to assume that this will be the last time this is an issue, and I'm glad to see USCIS act on this discrepancy. I will admit, this isn't a surprise to see blanket rejections from USCIS during former President Trump's term, and I'm also not surprised to see President Biden's administration reconsider these kind of obscure prior USCIS rulings. In another uh, news release posted on USCIS.gov on June 23rd, 2021, titled USCIS Launches H-2B Employer Data Hub, 
Quote, USCIS has launched an H2B employer data hub to provide information to the public on employers or agents petitioning for H2B workers. The data hub is part of our continued effort to increase transparency in employment-based visa programs and allows the public to search for H2B petitioners by cap fiscal year all the way back to fiscal year 2015. Employer petitioner, name, city, state, zip code, worksite, state, cap type, North American Industry uh, Classification System Code, and Standard Occupational Classification Code. This information will help the public calculate approval and denial rates and review which employers are using the H-2B program. USCIS will provide a downloadable annual release of the data and they anticipate updating the H-2B Employer Data Hub quarterly. For example, they will provide data for the first quarter, uh, October to December, for a fiscal year in April of that fiscal year. Because the data hub is being launched while fiscal year 2021 H2B supplemental cap is in progress, supplemental cap petitioner information will not be immediately available. This information will be available in September of 2021. I'll admit that I already assumed that employer data hub for H2B visas already existed in the same manner as the H1B employer data hub exists. While I'm not as familiar with the H2B visa, I am a huge proponent of more transparency as it relates to annual number allocation and quarterly reporting. If trade associations and scholars are going to continue to promote an increase in the annual allotment for H-2B visas, then the general public needs to have access to the data so that the overall demand for H-2B visas is not questioned. For the full post on the H-1B Guy News for the week ending June 25th, 2021, please check out the H-1Bguy.com. And a reminder that today's news was brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com. The smart solution for digital perm ads on local job postings since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com has been the number one place for immigration attorneys, immigration ad agencies, and employers to meet the DOL requirements for the digital portion of the perm advertisement rules. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guys sent you. And the news is also brought to you by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will help you navigate the process. And if you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to click the link in the video description below. Just wanted to ask you again to like this video, subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.